Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. The Supreme Court strikes down racist affirmative action in dominant decision. And Mike Davis joins the show. Thank you, Donald Trump. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. This show, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the cell phone company that we use when we need to break news. This morning, we have totally redone our entire show in like two minutes because they just struck down affirmative action and it is awesome. We use our Patriot Mobile service in order to get the news every single day. It is reliable. It is dependable. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. Use the offer code Benny and ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court has outlawed racism by libs. Libs want to judge everyone by the color of their skin. Libs want to judge you by the race that was given to you by God and by your ancestors for thousands of years. Ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court in a 6-3 decision just demolished that ruling. It is Awesome. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to a live shot of your local liberal hearing that they can no longer be racist. Go. To all of that opposition, Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. The Supreme Court has struck down affirmative action. This happened uh, literally seconds ago. Let's hop on over to Clarence Thomas's uh, concurring decision. Uh, let's read it to you. This is uh, hot stuff, fresh off the presses of the Supreme Court seconds ago. Ladies and gentlemen, Clarence Thomas, you dropped this king. This is from his concurring decision to Justice Roberts's uh, majority decision on the 6-3 ruling here, striking down racism in college-based admissions. And what that means is it's the start. It's the ball rolling. This is going to now get the ball rolling on striking down race-based uh, corporate boards, uh, uh, race, uh, all of the race-based uh, poison that has been injected into our society by people who just can't give up racism. And that's ultimately what the Democrat Party is. It is a party of people who just cannot seem to be giving up their racism. The Democrat Party was the party of people who owned slaves uh, outright to begin with. We had to fight a civil war and lose 500,000 Americans in that war in order to stop Democrats from owning slaves. And then Democrats went ahead and started the KKK in order to terrorize. Read the founding chart of the KKK. Republicans and free blacks. Those are the people that they sought to terrorize. Brown versus Board of Education. Institutional racism. These are things that were fought against by Republicans. This is something that Democrats created. And then when they had all those things struck down in the Civil Rights Act, well, then they went ahead and created their own version of racism. But it's just reverse racism, you see. So now in college admissions, you're going to be able to give extra points to people uh, that come from different racial backgrounds that you want to uh, protect and promote. That is, once again, ladies and gentlemen, judging someone by the color of their skin. That is what MLK said was wrong. There is even a plaque at the base of the Lincoln Memorial that says that's wrong. And so here we have the striking down of that. MLK's most famous line, 
I want you to judge me, not by the color of my skin, but by the content of their character. Well, the Supreme Court just made that true today. Clarence Thomas's opinion. Here we go. The great failure of this this country was slavery and its progeny. And the tragic failure of this court was his misinterpretation of the reconstruction of the amendments, as Justice Harlan predicted in Plessy. We should not repeat this mistake merely because we think, as our predecessors thought, that the present arrangements are superior to the Constitution. This is a great opening line here. This is Clarence Thomas effectively saying, we are not better than the Constitution. Our job here is to uphold the Constitution. We are not somehow made better because uh, the, because we think we can come up with something better than all men are created equal. That's not how this works. We continue here. While I am painfully aware of the social and economic ravages which have befallen my race and all who suffered discrimination, I hold out enduring hope that this country will live up to its principles so clearly enunciated in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States, that all men are created equal and are equal citizens and must be treated equally before the law. Clarence Thomas, what a king. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, breaking news, breaking a few moments ago. This is really big stuff. It is, uh, this is huge for the country. This is huge for the racial grift that the left has propagated on this nation. Uh, This is huge for people that desire America to go back to a non-racist country. Racism is wrong either direction that it points Uh, This is obviously big for the Asian Americans who brought this lawsuit. Obviously, this lawsuit was brought by people who felt discriminated against inside of the institutions of Harvard and the University of North Carolina. This is the name of the suit was uh, effectively these students who were Asian who were not allowed to get into Harvard and not allowed to get into North Carolina while people who scored much lower and much worse than them on tests were able to get in based on their skin color. That's called racism, ladies and gentlemen. Those people are celebrating today. So this case, Julie, came from a group of Asian American students. They were part of the impetus of this, saying we're actually being um, harmed by the way that the race is being used in admissions processes. Um, Justice Gorsuch, during the arguments about this policy, said, what are you supposed to tell Asian American applicants who have coaches telling them, try to hide your ethnicity? It will hurt you on your application. So they've come forward and saying, in trying to help other races, you're actually disadvantaging other races. Well, today, the chief justice writing for the majority, 6-3, said both of the programs, UNC and Harvard's, lack sufficiently focused and measurable objectives. They warrant the use of race, unavoidably employing race in a negative manner, involving racial stereotyping and lacking meaningful endpoints. So he said it just it doesn't meet with constitutional muster and it can't stand. It's actually hurting students in reverse. So this is hurting students in reverse by being racist. Libs are losing their minds right now because they can no longer be racist. They can no longer promote one group of people over another. Again, let me lay this out very clearly. That is unchristian. If you are a Christian or if you are a believer in God, you will understand that there is no supreme race. There is no reason for you to judge people as anything other than gifts from God. I got some brand new ultrasounds of my new baby this morning. Maybe we'll put them up on the show for you. Maybe we'll, maybe, why, why not? Why not put it? You want to see new baby Benny number three? We'll put them up on the show for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Here's the brand new, here's the brand new photo. This is baby Benny. 
God is in control. God has always been in control. God created man. God created woman. God created you. God loves the beautiful rainbow of his creation. That's why God created a rainbow in the first place as a promise to all of us that he loves us, among many other promises that he loves us. That's the photo of my child. My child is not any lesser or more than your child, regardless of what my child's melanin count is in my child's skin color. That is irrelevant to the soul of my new baby boy that you are seeing right there on screen. Look at that cute little face. Look at that. So it's wrong if you have black guilt. It's wrong if you have white guilt. That is, that is from the pit of hell. That you shouldn't be judged differently because of what your skin color is. I don't know how, why is it that we are the people celebrating this? All the people, all the libs that marched in the street talking about systemic racism all summer, a couple summers ago, burning down the White House, all those people should be screaming with joy from the top of the rooftops right now because affirmative action is systemic racism. Jonathan Turley, one of our favorite uh, commentators on Fox News, a spectacular legal mind and scholar on saying, what's up, baby? Boom. Racism is now ruled totally and completely unconstitutional. Check it out. That's right. It appears that uh, it has gone the way many of us expected, uh, when, particularly when we saw who the author is. Chief Justice Roberts has said for years that the best way to stop discrimination is to stop discriminating. And he has opposed uh, racial classifications uh, in college admissions. Uh, this is the culmination of decades of cases that were very much muddled and divided. Uh, it started in, in the 1970s with Bakke, when the Supreme Court technically said, we are saying you cannot do affirmative action in admissions. So what they're going to try and do is they tried to effectively get a, a end around, right, of the Supreme Court. Supreme Court tried to stop this in the 70s. They did an end around. Colleges judge people by their race. A good example is uh, that I've seen recently, medical school and the varying degrees of acceptance to medical school based on your MCATs, which is a standardized test. Wouldn't you want, do you, have you ever gone to a doctor and been like, yo, what's your skin color? Are you going to be able to treat me? What's your skin color? Hey, doc, come here. I got a chart for you. I'm going to hold that chart up against your skin to see whether you are allowed to treat me. What a sick, depraved society. These leftists, these libs, they really do have n like Nazi level thinking here. The racial quotas, the it's like eugenics thinking. It's so backwards. It's so glorious what's happened here this morning. Make sure that you celebrate it along with us. It's really important. I think I think that uh, I think we're, we're, we're coming up with it. We got this like great chart about how uh, if you have if you're black or Hispanic, you can effectively walk into medical school. But if you're Asian or if you're white, the threshold is so high, like it's it's less than one percent. Well, that's not good. I don't think that's going to create the best doctors that oh, clearly I mean, just just on the level. Don't you care? Like, 
you you have some traumatic injury. You get you're wheeled in. You're clinging to life. Are you going to look at the doctor and say like, hey, yo, what race are you? I'm not going to allow you to treat me. That is that's that it's eugenics, Nazi level thinking. These people, the left goes full in on it. Jonathan Turley now saying that what the Supreme Court has done is effectively said that they are going to treat everyone as an individual, not as a greater member of their race. It's called blood libel. I mean, again, this is this is sick national socialist level thinking. Blood libel is your entire race is the same. Because of your skin color, you're part of a race, and you are the same as every other member of that race. It's unchristian thinking. It does not account for an actual God that created you as a unique individual and that will judge you as a unique individual. Your God won't judge all black. God's not going to judge all black people. When you get to heaven, how do you think this works? I'm a Christian. This is the way that I see the world. This is my worldview. I am proud of my worldview. This is how I live. So why should we? So you're going to say that all bl- like all blacks need this certain standard to get into medical school, but all whites need this certain standard and all Asians need this certain standard? Why, what kind of thinking is that? What kind of degenerate thinking is that? Also, how you going to how you going to judge Tyler Woods, a Tiger Woods? What are you gonna, what are you going to do there? Do you hit do you like meet him in the middle there? Because he's black and he's Asian. If you go down this path, if you go down this path, if you somehow get through the you are not a unique individual that deserves to make your own decisions and be judged by your own competency and capacity, you as a person, well, then you'd slip directly into eugenics. You slip immediately into national socialist ideology. And I don't say the word Nazi. I say the word national socialist. That's what Nazi stands for. It's very important. You should rub the socialists' faces in it. Rub their faces in it. Just remember that the, 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 they like to say the word Nazi. Remind them that it's not Nazi. These people are national socialists. That's just, it's just, a, that's just a shortening of, what, of national socialism in Germany. You slip directly into national socialist ideology when you do that. When you start judging people by blood libel. Oh, you're just part of this greater group. We don't like that group. Or we really like that group. We're going to give them a bunch of privileges and you none. Or the other way around. It always leaves the same place. So the Supreme Court's got a wonderful, wonderful thing here. And it's a dominant decision. Jonathan Turley, we are going to judge people as individuals. All men are created equal. Boom. A win for the Constitution today. Go. What the court is saying is that you need to make admissions decisions on the basis of individual merit. Uh, which can include uh, a person's past struggle with discrimination, but it also will obviously uh, elevate other issues, like what I think is even more important, and that is economic background uh, and the struggle that it took for many students to get to uh, these institutions of higher education. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and read you the actual decision just so that you are – just that you are educated here. The Supreme Court race-based college admissions must be invalidated under Equal Protections Clause and 14th Amendment. We just read you the concurring decision by Justice Thomas. I thought it was super strong. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, this one's from Technofog. ALX, just tell Mike, we're gonna be joined by Mike Davis here, who's a spectacular, um, just a spectacular uh, Supreme Court uh, uh, expert. 
who will be able to talk through this. Mike's going to join us, ladies and gentlemen, and break this all down. Here from Technofog. Let's read the actual decision. Universities may never use race as a stereotype or a negative. Good for them. Man, this is a so strong from Justice Roberts. Obviously, Justice Roberts has let us down on a number of things. Obviously, there's only one man that we can thank for this decision, which is President Trump. Donald Trump uh, appointed three justices to the Supreme Court that made the difference in all this. So let's just give credit where credit is due. But also, hey, Listen, I call balls and strikes on this show. When Justice Roberts does something good, well, let's read it to you. University programs must comply with strict scrutiny. They may never use race as a stereotype or a negative. Now, what does that have the capacity to do? You know, it's weird because if you spin it around, libs would be horrified. If you spun around what they're doing to white people at universities or Asians, libs would be horrified. Somehow, somehow even though Asians make up like 10% of the population, it's totally okay to discriminate against those people. It is. It makes no sense. Listen, man, the moment you start going after people for their race, you become a racist. You become a, like, this is, the, you go directly into eugenics and national socialism and bubble and blood libel. It's, it's wild. Because of the color of your skin, you don't get to get into the school because we don't like the color of your skin. Huh? Dude, I'm going to show you this New York Times tweet about this. It's uh, just wild. New York Times screaming that they can't be racist anymore. But here we go. Let's read to you the actual decision. University programs must comply with strict scrutiny, may never use race as a stereotype or a negative. They're saying that it's a negative if you're white. That's what these laws did. That's what these, that's what this did. And they weren't laws. They were just policies by the uh, universities. Harvard and University of North Carolina in this case, but all universities, this racket across the country. They're saying, yo, you're white. You're not allowed in here. Yo, you're Asian. No, your threshold's going to be way up here. But if you're black, the threshold's way down here. That is super weird. That is a super weird way to go about life, by the way. That is the uh, bigotry of low expectations, right? You, you're not allowed to achieve Man, I've spent some interesting – I've spent a lot of time with uh, Ben Carson. I, I would say Ben Carson probably the highest IQ person I've ever met. I've had the chance to meet some really intelligent individuals. Ben Carson is a super high IQ individual. Um, and these policies totally don't – like these policies say that Ben Carson shouldn't be allowed to do what he did. It's racism. Just call it what it is. They must therefore invalidate under the Equal Protections Clause of the 14th Amendment. Beautiful. Continuing reading Justice Thomas's decision here. A judiciary that picks winners and losers based on the color of their skin is wrong. It's morally troubling, he says. Man, he is nuking them. Separate but equal is inherently unequal, said Brown versus Board of Education. So it depends, says the dissent. Mm, all right. So now he's going after the dissent here, which we'll get to in just a second. Lost in the false pretense of judiciary humility that the dissent espouses is the claim to power so radical, so destructive that it requires a second founding to undo. Mm, man, going in. Harsh, harsh, harsh. Justice Roberts addressing Katanji Brown Jackson, the person who doesn't, Joe Biden's pick for the Supreme Court, who was picked because of her race and her gender. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not the one saying that. It's Joe Biden who says that. Joe Biden says Katanji Brown Jackson was picked because of her race and her gender. 
Joe Biden. If you said you promised to appoint someone to the Supreme Court based on them being white, well, that would be a problem. So I'm trying to I'm trying to like engineer in my brain how that's somehow right in this direction and not this direction. Somebody explain it to me. Somebody explain it to me. The Supreme Court doing just an incredible, incredible job here going through and just absolutely uh, uh, like obliterating, uh, obliterating these arguments. The New York Times freaking out, screaming on Twitter. Read this. This is amazing. This shows you how leftists, the same people that that took to the street and burned down your neighborhood and tried to kill you because of systemic racism. uh, These people are now losing their minds because the Supreme Court struck down the greatest tool of systemic racism in society. Hmm. What kind of cognitive dissidence you got to have to be a leftist these days? I mean, really, what kind of Plato your brain got to be? I mean, I mean that. The Supreme Court rejected affirmative action at Harvard and UNC. The major ruling curtails race conscious college admissions in the United States, all but ensuring that elite institutions become whiter and more Asian and less black and Latino. Hold up. Let me just ask you a question here. Uh, New York Times. Um, Why do you care so much? Meaning, why do you care so much about the racial purity of colleges? Why? Because this seems like the New York Times is committing one of the gravest sins that you can commit in this country or of a moral people, which is blood libel. Blood libel is saying that we are simply going to judge you based on the color of your skin. So the New York Times is bemoaning and screaming and screeching that college campuses will not reflect certain skin colors that they prefer. Take the color out of it. That's what the New York Times is saying. New York Times, same racist editors as the New York Times, We're probably arguing in favor and most likely always arguing in favor of like Brown versus Board of Education or institutional segregation at the turn of the century. Right. So how is it any different? They've just gone directly back into exactly their their the default for the Democrat Party. The default for the Democrat Party is we wish to have the capacity, the power to promote one racial group above another. The end. Put it on a bumper sticker. That's what they're screaming about here ladies and gentlemen. And that's exactly what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden said, I will nominate a person to the Supreme Court, not based on her qualifications, his or her qualifications. He said he's nominating a woman, although he has no idea what that is. I'm waiting for someone to actually ask Joe Biden what that is. Be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Hey, Joe, what's the definition of a woman? (gasps) Corn pop was a bad dude. Joe Biden saying, I'm going to pick a person based on the color of their skin because I want the color of their skin uh, to be the key nominating factor for my Supreme Court pick. He said it, okay? Somebody explain to me, some smart person, I don't claim to be some super smart person, somebody explain to me how this ain't racist. I will select a nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. 
And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. It's long overdue in my view. Uh, okay, so how did that go for her? How'd that go for Katanji Brown Jackson exactly? Well, I'm going to read you her absolutely insane dissent here. And by the way, Mike Davis will be joining us, expert on the Supreme Court, somebody who's actually personally responsible for the selections of Donald Trump to the Supreme Court that overturned affirmative action today. But let's go ahead and check in on Joe Biden's affirmative action pick to the Supreme Court. How did, how did, how, how's it going for her? Go. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. Mm, Okay. Yeah, got it. All right. I'm not a biologist, you see. Says the person who's nominated because she's a woman, right? The person who's nominated to protect reproductive health care for women. It's so convenient. It's so convenient when they get the chance to warp and manipulate the words. Man, check this out. Check this out from Sean Davis. Of course, Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson, dissents from the view that admissions based on race is illegal. The only reason she has her current job is because race-based admissions are illegal. He's putting up these uh, these headlines here saying uh, that Biden pledges to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. Why didn't anyone have any problem with that? Biden commits to nominating nation's first black female. How about Biden commits to nominating somebody who is going to adhere to the word of the Constitution? Like, what universe do we live in here, man? Again, call these people out to their faces. Call them out to their faces. This is racist, national socialist, eugenics-level tautology. It is anti-Christian. It is anti-moral. Any person who believes in a God, which is, by the way, 80% of America believes in a God— Republicans got to start messaging on this stuff. What the hell's wrong with us? We got to start messaging on this stuff. Do you know that 80% of the country believes in a God, right? A higher, a higher spiritual power that makes America the most God-believing nation on earth. I mean, this, this side of religious tautocracies. And so what does that mean? Well, you have to appeal to these kind of arguments, Because people in their heart know that it's wrong. Like it's wrong to think that somebody is less human than you if you believe in a creator. Okay, me coming from a Christian worldview is going to see my creator as somebody who made man in his image and woman in his image. And you know what? Most people actually believe in this. Check this out. Yo, from MSNBC. This was on screen on MSNBC. This is from the Washington Post. Okay. This is wild. Feel proud of your country. You want to feel proud of the people that you live in this country with? Check this out. Supreme Court banning colleges and universities from considering race and ethnicity in admissions. Who favors this? 63% of all Americans favor it. 30% oppose. Well, that's interesting because a 6-3 decision just crossed the threshold of the Supreme Court and was handed down by law. Well, so that's a beautiful thing, actually. The Supreme Court actually reflects perfectly the American people here. White people, black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, 
only only in black people, but I bet that's within the margin of error. I, that's got to be within the margin of error because that's five points right there. Every racial group that they polled said, yo, judging by a racial, by your racial group is wrong. Accounting for a margin of error there with black Americans. Judging people by your race is wrong. That's what everyone says in this country. Good country to live in. Great country to live in, actually. And now that is officially illegal. Good on you. Good on you. In case you think California is completely lost, they put this up to a vote in California. It lost in California, meaning California upheld the fact that you should not be looking at race. You should not be racist institutionally. Well, that's not like really a good thing. It's called Proposition 16 in California. Another gauge of public opinion in California is 16 years ago when they asked voters to overturn a 1996 ban on the use of race, ethnicity, and public education. California flipped them the bird, baby. Doesn't stop libs from melting down. Doesn't stop libs from melting down. And in a second here, Mike Davis is going to join us and tell, give us the straight dish. Awesome. A triumphant Mike Davis who is personally responsible for this decision because he fought so hard for these justices to get on the Supreme Court, worked for Donald Trump to do it. Check out the libs having a panic attack on MSNBC, though. Salty, salty libs. And this can be our nuclear cringe of the day. Look, it's heartbreaking for our democracy. Our democracy is stronger when our leadership is diverse. And um, moving to a place where selective institutions do not have the tool of race-conscious admissions means that uh, we will see fewer Black and Latino students in those institutions. We will see fewer Black and Latino students prepared for leadership roles, whether it's in government, business, the military. And so it is now incumbent on us in the higher education sector to do everything we can to preserve a commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm, so salty. So salty. Give me your salty, salty tears. I want, mm, I want to drink them. I want to drink them. I do. I do drink tears every morning. Metaphorically, I do. But what's actually what's actually in my cup? Everyone's going to everyone's going to roast me because I'm drinking out of my red solo cup again this morning. We were in a busy we were we were in a busy time this morning, getting ultrasounds, getting our kids squared away. A busy time this morning. Royce can tell you come in here, come in here blazing. What's always in my cup? What's always in this cup? What am I sipping on? It's my blackout coffee, baby. That's what keeps this show going. My blackout coffee is giving me the caffeine. It gives me the caffeine and it gives me the beautiful juice, the sweetness of freedom, the sweet, delicious taste of a Florida roasted, Florida raised American coffee company, not a bunch of commies run out of Seattle. I'm talking about America here. I personally recommend Blackout Coffee. I drink it every single morning. It gives me the kick that I need to keep fighting. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code. Get 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Stay true to your values. A man who has stayed true to his values has been Mike Davis. Mike Davis, man, he is the person directly responsible for this. Let's do a huge shout out to Mike and to Donald Trump who appointed the Supreme Court justices, three of them, that gave us this dominant decision this morning. Joining us now, Mike Davis. 
congratulations. Thank you, Ben. It was it was a pleasure working for our home state senator from Iowa, Chuck Grassley, who was the uh, who was the secret weapon in Trump's transformation of the federal judiciary. Talk to me about this morning. You've been obviously triumphant. We have one of your tweets here. We're going to throw on. You wanted to highlight a tweet of yours. Uh, we're going to toss it up on screen. Talk us through this morning. What does this mean uh, from a thirty-five thousand foot perspective? And then here you're talking about essentially racial. They outlawed racial discrimination. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, under the Fourteenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, the federal government has to ensure that there is equal protection. There is due process and equal protection. And that means that you can't have racial discrimination, state-based racial discrimination. And that is exactly what Democrats do with affirmative action, race-based affirmative action. What race-based affirmative action does is it gives to elites black kids who are less qualified than non-connected, unconnected, poor kids, these slots and these elite schools, whether it's the University of North Carolina or Harvard or, or one of these other schools. And it is the poor Asian kids who are get the short end of the stick. And these uh, it doesn't help the poor black kids. It helps the uh, the elite black kids. And that is the problem with with this of these affirmative actions. It is the illegal racial discrimination. The Supreme Court finally said that uh, today, and that is a good thing. And I would just say to these Democrats who pretend to care about racial discrimination and pretend to care about black kids, why don't they support uh, school choice for K through 12 black kids? Why don't they want to give parents the same educational opportunities and school choice that they have, black parents, the same why don't they want to give vouchers to kids so they can go to the school schools that they want? Why don't they want them to have an equal shot in life? What these Democrats want to do is trap poor black kids in failed government schools, the failed public school monopoly. If they if the Democrats actually want to cave to Planned Parenthood and abort a lot of these black kids before they even make it in life, once they make it in life, they want to trap them in these failed government schools because they want the, the Democrats are so beholden to the teachers unions. And then these Democrats want to uh, trap these poor black kids in these hellhole neighborhoods where they're getting shot down on the streets because these Democrats are beholden to BLM and these Marxist radical lunatics and they want to go to war against the police. The Democrats inhibit black kids at every step in their life. But all of a sudden, when they when they become the elite black kids, when they become Barack Obama's kids, they want to give them a golden ticket into Harvard. Screw the Democrats. So it is it is quite fascinating to me, like the people's history of uh, black uh, 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 black Americans, because at every step of the way, Democrats did. And this is historic fact, fight a war to keep slaves, establish the KKK in order to terrorize, read the founding charter, Republicans and free blacks. That was the purpose of the KKK, to terrorize Republicans. Uh, and then Brown versus Board of Education, discrimination in the South. All of the systemic discrimination was brought to us by Democrats in this country and had to be fought against by Republicans, whether it be the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, uh, or whether it had to be like, you know, Republican state legislatures. It does seem like we've lost a bit of our messaging here, Mike. 
as it pertains to racial equality in America. Yeah, we've lost our messaging, Ben, because most Republicans are such cowards, particularly the politicians in Washington, D.C. Anytime Democrats even raise the issue of race, Republican politicians run in fear. And that's the problem. The Democrats have used race to beat Republicans upside the head for too many decades, and, and they shouldn't. Democrats have no moral high ground. They are actually the ones in the gutter when it comes to race. They're the ones who trap poor black people in intergenerational poverty because they trap them and failed government schools, the failed public school monopoly, because they are so beholden. The Democrats are so beholden to the teachers unions. They're so beholden to BLM. They're so beholden to the abortion industry. They, they do not want, Democrats do not want black people to succeed. And they have proven that for generations. If black people actually think for themselves, like Clarence Thomas, Democrats viciously attack and smear them. They want Democrats want black people on their plantation and they've wanted that for decades. And it's disgusting how Democrats do this to black people and then they get away with it and pretend like that they're the ones who are on the moral high ground when they do that. This is the test for this is the test for Democrats. Racial race based affirmative action is now largely coming to an end, right? The Supreme Court just declared it unconstitutional today. That is a Band-Aid over a gaping wound. That is a handout to the elite Black because they have trapped poor Black kids in failed government schools and intergenerational poverty. If Democrats actually care about true equality in America, I want them to come out today and say, you know what? We support school choice. We support educational scholarships. We support school vouchers. We will we will use federal funds from the Department of Education to give every parent in America an opportunity scholarship to send their kids to any school they want in America, K through 12. And that will change America immediately. That will fix the, the inequality in America immediately if these black kids actually have educational opportunity. I know this. I, 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 worked, I worked with a group in Denver for 10 years called the Alliance for Choice in Education. They gave privately funded school vouchers to these poor black kids and Hispanic kids, and it works. They have the data on it. We know that it closes the achievement gap. We know that it lifts these poor black kids and poor, poor Hispanic kids out of poverty. We've seen the results, but the Democrats want they they don't want successful black kids and brown kids they want victims they're marxists they want a coalition of victims and if, if black kids and hispanic kids actually get a good k-12 through education they're not going to be victims so somebody is playing the victim card right now uh shockingly it is one of the richest and most powerful individuals of course the mo vi vic victimhood is such a powerful currency uh that some of the most powerful people legitimately on the planet arguably in their third term as president uh, are playing the card right now obama just released this statement mike i'll read it to you on air here and i'd love to get your reaction obama released a statement on today's scotus decision saying that affirmative action allowed generations of students like Michelle and me to prove we belonged. He did just say that he and his wife were not qualified to get into college because of their race. That is uh, uh, musings from Greg Price on Twitter. Obama's statement is up on screen right now. Affirmative action wasn't perfect, but it allowed generations like Michelle and me to prove we belonged. Uh, what, what do you think about that, Mike? Okay, then make it based upon poverty and not race. Why should the president of the United States and the first lady of the United States kids, these multimillionaire kids, Shasha, Sasha and Malia, why the hell should they get a slot 
and Harvard over a more qualified Asian kid. That Barack Obama just proves the point. There was a time and place for race-based affirmative action, right? 50 years ago, with, during the when we were trying to get black people out of poverty in the Jim Crow South, and it was a an urgent need. There's no that's no longer the case, right? We have a black president, we have a black vice president, we have uh, two two black members of the Supreme Court. There that we're not a perfect country. There's still a long way to go, but we can't give rich connected black kids a a leg up over poor more qualified asian kids and that's what barack obama is advocating for and it's disgusting it does seem it does seem disgusting it's i mean it, it from my from my perspective it's like wait a second like i i don't i don't get it here man like your mom was white like i i don't i don't understand like i don't understand this like this these are the how do you judge how do you judge tiger woods on this scale like I, I don't. It seems you like eugenics. It seems like doing blood libel. It seems like national socialism all over again, where you're going to gr- judge people by in group and out group, and simply by like their, uh, simply by like some type of like what you can see on the color of their skin on the outside. I mean, it is de- degenerate thinking. It really is. Let me um, ask you this, Ben. Why should why doesn't Barack Obama support K through twelve educational choice? Why doesn't he support educational scholarships? Why are why are his kids the only black kids in Washington, D.C. with parents who live in public housing and take a, a government check every month? Why are his kids are the only ones who can go to the, the best schools in D.C.? Why can't all black kids in D.C. have that same educational choice and opportunity? These these Democrats are Marxists. They don't care about black people. If they cared about black people, they would give them educational choice and opportunities in kindergarten instead of the elite kids trying to get into Harvard. Yeah. I mean, I think that actually his kids did get into Harvard. <laughs> Obama's kids did get into Harvard. Uh, I do want to share, this is a new one on you, Mike, and I'm sorry to throw, there's a breaking news cycle. I'm sorry to throw stuff. Uh, I'm sorry to throw brand new stuff right at you, but you're good. You're spry on your feet. The brand new thing we're doing, we're going to throw a meme on screen here. I want you to respond to this important meme involving someone that you care deeply about, Clarence Thomas. Support affirmative action or draw 25. And Clarence Thomas laughing with his cup of liberal tears. Uh, I don't know if this is an actual screenshot from inside of the Supreme Court right now. Uh, Your response here seems like a good day for Clarence Thomas. We did read his decision, his concurring decision uh, on air to start the show. Clarence Thomas grew up dirt poor in the Jim Crow segregated South, and he made it to the top of the legal game. He is he it is the Clarence Thomas Supreme Court. President Trump uh, transformed the five to four left of center court to the five to four Clarence Thomas court. It is President Trump's biggest, most consequential accomplishment of his first term. And we're seeing the results of the Clarence Thomas court. And I'd love to see these these elite black people like Barack Obama, who grew, grew up in Hawaii, and these other, you know, liberals in Washington, D.C., try to lecture someone like Clarence Thomas about equality and opportunity in this country. They just they just they hate Clarence. They, look, if they cared about the, the if they cared about opportunity for black people, they should be celebrating Clarence Thomas, not trying to chase him off the Supreme Court like they've tried to do for the last 30 two years that he's been on the Supreme Court. They hate Clarence Thomas because he is a black man who thinks for himself. He escapes the Democrats' plantation. He was a Marxist 
as a young kid. And then he woke up and he saw the light. You should, everyone should read his book, My Grandfather's Son. It is the best autobiography I've ever read. And it is, uh, it is about a very good man who I know personally, when I clerked for Justice Gorsuch on the Supreme Court briefly to get him set up, I got to know Justice Clarence Thomas and his wife, Jenny. They're wonderful Americans, and I cannot be more proud to be their friends. And this is a good day for Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas has had to live with a stigma from the left for 31 years that he's not up to the job. The guy is brilliant, and it is a triumphant day for him. Perhaps you could uh, elucidate for me, because I am not a scholar of the Supreme Court, uh, did in Clarence Thomas's nomination by George H.W. Bush, if I recall correctly here, uh, Clarence Thomas's nomination, did, did they did they say I'm going to nominate a, a black guy? Did he, did he like go around like campaigning on that? Because that seems like incredible, incredibly demeaning and degrading to the seat itself on the Supreme Court to go pull the affirmative action. We played the clips of Biden doing that. Like, it seems almost antithetical constitutionally to go around and say stuff like that. But yet that's how Biden uh, brought us Katanji Brown Jackson uh, and Katanji Brown Jackson bringing us her dissent, her dissent this morning, which is wild reading to you from the decision. Let them eat cake obliviousness today. The majority pulls the ripcord and announces colorblindness for all by legal fiat. By demeaning race as irrelevant, the law does not make it so in life. What? Like, is this a Supreme Court ruling? Is this a Supreme Court dissent? Or is this like an activist scrawling on a bathroom wall at Brown University? Doesn't It's it's the latter because it's Ketanji Brown Jackson. He, look, does she think that her kids, that she's she's a multimillionaire. Her and her husband are multimillionaires. They're the D.C. elite. Does she think that her kids... Her half black kids should beat out poor, more qualified Asian kids for slots into college admissions. And what's the justification for that? That is ridiculous. Why should Barack Obama's kids beat out more qualified Asian kids? Like, what is the justification for that? If these people actually cared about race, they would support school choice. And I have at the Article Three Project, they talk they talk a big game on the Democrat side about diversity, women and minorities. We have the receipts on the Article 3 Project's website, article3project.org, where we show for the last 40 years how Democrats pretend to care, care about women and minorities on the federal bench. They viciously attack and smear women and minority judicial nominees from Republican presidents in near unison. They don't care about race. Race is the cover that they use for their Marxism, right? They they can't come out and say that they're Marxist. I mean, they've been doing it recently with BLM, but historically Democrats don't come out and say that they're Marxist because that's not popular. So what they do is they run on division. They run on their coalitions and they try to pit races against races and class against class. And they hope they can cobble together a coalition to get to a majority so they can get to their ultimate goal of power. And that's all they care about. If Democrats cared about race, they would celebrate Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. They viciously attack and smear him. And they would celebrate this decision because this decision, th these are the people that burn down all of our cities because of systemic racism. And this decision gets rid of systemic racism. I mean, this is, this is a perfect example of systemic racism in society it, on its face. So, I mean, I, yeah, the, I, don't, I don't know what kind of, broke brain you got to have in order to live inside of the delusion that is leftism like how you can live inside of like some two things being right or two things being wrong and hold both those ideas in your head at the same time 
I don't know, man. I don't know how they do it. But I know I don't know how you do it, Mike. I mean, listen, the Article 3 project that you run, and Mike Davis, you are looking at him on screen right now, it is not exaggerating by saying that Mike Davis is personally responsible, in part, for the decision today, uh, affirmative action getting struck down. You got to go to the Article 3 project. You got to support Mike. You got to go follow him on Twitter. Mike, uh, what words do you have to say to the people in closing here about the Article 3 project, about your work right now? So I would say that the Supreme Court is the last line of defense that is protecting Americans from uh, government tyranny and anarchy. And we have to protect the Supreme Court and the federal judiciary. We have to make sure that conservatives get into office so they can appoint Supreme Court justices and the, and the, the Senate, conservative Senate can confirm Supreme Court justices, or we are going to lose our God-given right to speak to associate, to worship, to protect ourselves, we will lose it all if we lose, if conservatives lose control of the Supreme Court. The fight continues. Mike Davis is a brawler, and we thank you, Mike. Thank you. Godspeed, man. I got to tell you, like, we started the show, we started the show here, so many things going on. We got ultrasounds of my kid. We got like me not actually being able to find my place in the script, not knowing what date it is. These things happen. We're live. We're going. We had an entire show built. We build these shows over the course of like 12, 24 hours, right? We have an entire show built, guests booked, and then the Supreme Court drops a decision 15 minutes before we go live and we have to rebuild the entire show. What were we going to cover this morning? Well, Hunter Biden is in court today getting deposed by the person who uh, said, uh, yo, you dropped your laptop off at my laptop repair store and uh, you're on coke and crack and you left it there in this filthy laptop. Me, the laptop repair shop owner, I am going to defend myself against you, you monster. Hunter Biden had to uh, get dragged into court for a full deposition on the laptop from hell. This is huge news. Here is the uh, president's uh, 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 kid schlopping into court. Oh, Hunter Biden arriving at a Wilmington, Delaware courthouse for a deposition that relates to a civil suit regarding his infamous laptop. That deposition is now underway and it comes on the heels of brand new details on how the DOJ allegedly shielded him from felony. So, ladies and gentlemen, what's in that backpack? Well, definitely not presents for the daughter that Hunter Biden refuses to acknowledge and sued the mom so that the daughter couldn't take the biological name Biden. Scumbag. These people are scum. They are racist scum. Now, I'm actually using the term racist uh, correctly here. They wish to judge you by your race. Barack Obama does. So does Joe Biden. The guy, the guy who told the story about corn pop. What was that story again? The guy who refuses to acknowledge his legitimate granddaughter. What was that story again? Oh, yeah. Joe Biden was a lifeguard in an all-black neighborhood, and a young black man named Corn Pop had too much pomade in his hair, and so Joe Biden threatened his life. You recall that? You remember that? You remember that story? Joe Biden threatened his life. Ladies and gentlemen, um, do not take lectures from these people. These people are complete and total trash. And there's another person who's total trash, Paul Ryan. Uh, Paul Ryan is um, not doing too well. 
But he was on TV yesterday. We thought it was uh, illuminating to see uh, what his uh, what has happened to this guy. Because this guy used to sort of be like a, like a hero inside of the conservative movement, right? Vice president, you know, doing debates against Joe Biden. Like, you remember when he debated Joe Biden? Like, th this is important stuff here. Paul Ryan, what does he have to say about Trump? Oh, he has to say that it is a disaster if we nominate Trump, the guy who just made it possible for us to overturn Roe v. Wade and affirmative action. Got it? That's what being a concern. There is literally no daylight between Democrat Party and Paul Ryan at this point. OK, just write him off as a Democrat at this point. This is our election update 2024. Paul Ryan on Donald Trump. About Trump and who the president, who the Republicans should run. Yeah, so I, I don't have that job anymore. So I'm very clear with, look, it's a disaster if we nominate Trump. You know, I think that I've been saying this for a long time. But Liz is right, which is he could win. I think we lose with him. I think we're much more likely to lose. We haven't won anything with him since he first won in 16. We lost the House in 18, the presidency in 20, the, the Senate in 20, and we could have won the Senate in 2022, but for him. Are you going to endorse Is Rupert going to tell you who to endorse? <laughs> no, I'm going to endorse whoever I want, but right <laughs> you're now. On the, you're on the board of Fox. That's uh, why I said it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It, it's a joke. I'm for anybody not named Trump right now. And anybody not named Trump? Anybody not named Trump? RFK? Anybody not named Kennedy? A Republican not named Trump. <laughs> Mm, okay, got it. Trump broke me. Trump broke me. We should still have abortion. We should still have Roe v. Wade. By the way, these laws, it's funny how they are intertwined, right? What is the connection here? What's the connection from Marxists always? Well, what is the thing that has killed the most people on earth in the last hundred years? Well, it's been Karl Marx. Communism has led to the death of hundreds of millions of people, hundreds of millions. Wow, that's what they told you COVID was gonna do. Nope, actually communism. And what does communists always have in common? Always. They view human beings as not valuable. They view out groups or in groups, these Bolsheviks as not valuable. Dude, <laughs> there's only one major modern society that currently runs concentration camps. Those are the commies in China. Why are there concentration camps in China? Because the Uyghur Muslims are not valuable human beings. They should be treated like cattle, says the communist Chinese. This is at the root of everything, okay? The root of everything is the value of life. Take a look at the ultrasound we got this morning of my new baby boy. New baby boy coming to the Johnson family in a couple months. A couple months. Three pounds, man. Kid's big. We got this this morning. I'm a beaming. I'm a beaming father. And yes, we had, we had, we did our show live. We did it with breaking news. We brought you the breaking news. And we spun the whole show up real fast. We also had ultrasounds this morning at the doctor's office. Ladies and gentlemen, we wear a lot of hats on this show. But ultimately, I'm so glad that I got to see this photo of my child. I'm so glad because it proves, like, for me, like a ringing bell that the design of God is to add, to give value to all human beings. It does not matter what the, 
you know, that like like the, the ultrasounds is funny because they all look the same, right? In the ultrasound. Like you can't really see the skin color, right? In the ultrasound. It's all this like the the the, the coloration, it's technical. Okay. You would I I guess my kid has Donald Trump's skin color, given this image. Uh you know, I'll tell you, it it's such a backwards way of looking at things. It's such an unchristian way of looking at things to say your race makes you more or lesser than. Where does melanin come from? Where your ancestors came from thousands of years ago? Where your where your great 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 grandfather emigrated from thousands of years ago and his proximity to the equator? That's what it's all that that that's what that is. It's simply God's design to protect you from the sun, depending on where you happen to live and where your ancestors happen to live. That's it. That's it. And the people that tell you otherwise, um, they're racist. Okay? That's it. And it, we should celebrate joyously this morning believers christians people who are just moral americans should celebrate in unison the destruction of a form of systemic racism in our society and that is what happened in the supreme court you should rejoice in that you should rejoice that this country is sh removing shackles that dehumanize human life affirmative action is one of those abortions another it's good to keep your focus and your center straight on. That's why we end every single show with a Bible verse. This verse from Isaiah 48. Good old Old Testament verse. Come on, baby. Oh, that you had paid attention to my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. What a wonderful thing to live inside of a country that still pays attention to God's commandments. Inside of these rulings from the Supreme Court today is the reference, of course, to the 14th Amendment, to the Constitution, a Constitution that was written by Christians and moral men, a Constitution that doesn't make sense outside of the Bible, outside of a benevolent creator. All men are created equal. How do you get that as an atheist? You don't. There is no way to get that line in our constitution as an atheist. It, the predicate for that is Christ, is the belief that we are actually created. Where's equality come from? Well, it doesn't come from atheists. It doesn't come from these people that are sobbing over the loss of affirmative action or the right to kill a child in the womb. It comes from a moral nation and a moral country. And I'll tell you what, I say this a lot. God's not done with us a lot, us yet. I'm getting a little long-winded here. We did start the show late and we did have pretty wild little, whoa, what are we doing show? We're excited because God's not done with us yet. When God's done with us, boy, I think you'll know. Sea will, sea will turn to blood sort of stuff. I think the plagues will, will happen. Not yet. No, no. And America has been through worse, actually. It's true. And what does God say when he's looking at the most repulsive, uh, disgusting cities, right? Sodom and Gomorrah. Are we Sodom and Gomorrah? Mm, yeah, some parts. Yeah, it's true. But he says, find me good men. Find me good, one good man. Find me one and we'll save the city. Are you going to be that good man? Are you going to be that man that was created equal? Are you going to be that one good woman that was created equal? Can you stand up and save the city? Damn it, I'll tell you what, that's what we're going to try and do here at the Benny Brigade. 
The Benny Brigade is going to stand up. We're going to march forward. We're going to know the victory is ours, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to leave you with a funny meme. Why not? It's your boy, Benny. Thank you for watching this wild show today. We break the news. We're here for you. See ya.